0: All right. What's up, Niselle? Hey. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome back to FOU Studios. Oh, what's up, Caleb? Caleb. Thanks, buddy. Oh, we've had like an hour of setup with not a peep. (laughs) Not a peep. And he heard record, and now he's back in it. (laughs) Uh, Here we are, back for another episode of Operation Dad Pod. Thanks for listening, you guys out there. This week's guest is my friend, Caitlin Becker. Um, We talk about life as actors, um, life in New York, Miss Ellie, how's your summer in New York going so far?
1: <laughs> Summer's going well now that I have an AC unit. Um, Did you?
0: Were you surviving without an AC unit?
1: Or? Well, no. So I w- survived this whole past year doing just great with an AC unit. Um, <laughs> I live on the sixth floor in Washington Heights of a gated apartment building. Sounds fancy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and about two months ago, uh, my my AC unit was stolen out of my window. What?
0: Out of a sixth floor window?
1: (laughs) Yeah. On a Saturday, (laughs) um, the management of our building, they hired contractors to come fix some leak or something. And they had scaffolding on the outside. And um, my roommates were home and they just thought that it was like loud noises going from the roof to the floor. Like, you know, work was being done. Sure and I came home and everything was gone, all the work had been done, and my AC unit was out of my window. They just
0: took your AC unit? They took it. No. Granted,
1: I did not have it mounted properly as far as like (laughs) secured and bolted, but I don't think any New Yorker actually has that properly done.
0: The secret's out. You take your life in your hands every day you walk on the street (laughs) in New York, nobody bolts down their AC.
1: (laughs) It's so true But also
0: nobody steals your AC. What kind of horrible person steals an AC out of your window?
1: that's a special
0: kind of bad person.
1: So, Hope Management based out in Brooklyn, oh. they're whack. We're and, coming after uh, you.
0: The ODP Nation's coming after you, Hope Management.
1: No, seriously. They that's just up. they handled it very poorly. That's my stuff. Very poorly. And so finally, um after much back and forth and them not calling and them screening my phone calls, what? I, I had to call from a different phone so that they would answer this me. This is so much. Um, Hope Management in Brooklyn, <laughs> Lewis. Oh, Lewis. <laughs> I don't care.
0: You done effed up, mm-hmm. Lewis.
1: Anyhow, so they were going to cut me a check for $200, which is the amount of the AC unit that was stolen. And they never did that. So I just took it upon myself to not pay all of my rent. I just took out two hundred dollars for my rent. There you go. All um, right. So then I just bought an AC unit and moral of the story is I feel great now.
0: <laughs> <So>. <laughs> oh wonderful. Um, yeah, you there's no way you make it through June and July and August in New York without an AC unit. None.
1: It's no garbage
0: way. here. No. Way. Uh it is June. Happy June. Happy Pride. Happy June. Um, my guest this week, Caitlin Becker, her wife actually is um, her band, the uh, Gay and Lesbian Big Apple Core, <gasps> is leading the Pride Parade this year. Ooh. Um, and I don't need to tell you, Miss Pride Parade is a big deal this year. Uh, New York Pride is World Pride. Yeah. But you might know something about that. What do you have going on this weekend for the Pride Parade?
1: Well, as you mentioned, it is the first ever World Pride because it is the 50th uh, anniversary of Stonewall. Yeah. Um, and I, I sing in a girl group and we were asked to kick off the parade singing the national anthem. That's
0: amazing. All right.
1: Allies forever. Allies forever. Awesome. Singing the national
0: anthem at the New York. World yeah. Pride Parade. Woo-woo. What time's that kick off? What time are you guys...
1: 11.55 p.m. is the kickoff for the
0: parade. A.M.? I'm
1: sorry, A.M. Okay. 11.55 <laughs> a.m. is the kickoff.
0: Cool. Uh, this episode will be coming out um, a couple of days before the parade. So if you're quick enough to listen to this right away, then you might be able to catch Niselle and Caitlin's wife, Kelly, yeah. in the parade. Um, Caitlin was a lot of fun. We had a great time here in the studio. She tells some great stories. We might share a little Jameson while we're here. <laughs> uh, I did record this episode on my own. Nacelli wasn't here for the recording. So uh, the sound is not great. And that's my fault. In fact, there's a whole story that was really funny that had to be cut because the sound was garbage. But I'm going to make up for that because... Caitlin is is in the process right now of calling me and uh, retelling that story. So next week, we're going to do a, a shorter episode that we're going to call an ODP Jr., an Operation Dad Pod <laughs> Jr. episode. Uh, and we will play Caitlin's message for you, and you can all Aww. hear the story that she was going to tell. I promise you it's worth hearing. Nice. Um, yeah, shall we get into it?
1: Yeah, let's do it. All right, here we it. go. This is Caitlin
0: Becker on Operation Dad Pod. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Comfy. you feel good I feel great I don't want to leave here wasted
0: we'll <laughs> I'm like, okay with that we'll like
2: no but we'll ever be like mom not again <laughs> yeah well,
0: thanks for coming in I know that, I'm so uh, happy to be here uh Caitlin Becker hi um tell me about you tell me about uh oh. uh I don't know. I'm trying to softball in. Yeah. You're, a, you're a bit of a family uh, celebrity. I, you
2: know, you I've i been in some houses. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So some may recognize me from uh, Side Up, which was a preschool morning show, a live morning show on the Sprout Network, which is no more. So sad. Yeah. It was like the Today Show for Kids. That's awesome. Yeah. So. Might know me from that.
0: You did um, one of the things uh, I know most from that is your uh, Beyonce, uh, your B.
2: I like how um, you did Beyonce. Be, yeah, you get it. I get it. You um, get it.
0: What? <laughs> I think that you should do uh, a full-on homecoming documentary <sighs> based around that.
2: Wait, I about, just watched that right? with Everett, my one and a half year old, uh-huh. and my wife. Should I say her age? No um, she's also one and a half. Cool, cool. And, uh, <laughs> I was like, I took it very seriously. I was like, Everett, you're going to see Beyonce for the first time. She is my queen. I don't want you to mess around. I want you to focus yeah. and watch this. Also remember when she popped out two babies and then right. was like, guess I'm going to do Coachella. Yeah. Oh, uh, I mean, I, I thought I was Going to do not Coachella, but, you know, whatever my own version of that was like, I'm going to have the baby and I'm going to do this. I'm going to get fit. I'm going to, you know, all the things. And then I was like, no, I'm so tired. And then all this time of I was like, wait, he's six months old. I'm still chilling. <laughs> so I'm wow. But I to show you a video later of Everett, like getting down to homecoming. Oh, all right. He yeah. was watching. So focused. And then he just like busted out these crazy moves. Really? And I was like, I'm nice. going to cry. I'm so proud.
0: Yeah. That's so rad. That's great. Um, But I think that there's like, so you're, you're an actress. I know that I'm about to be more tired than I've ever been. And I'm going to try to keep a career going. And then you watch, like you see her actual struggle you can see that it's hard for her, but also she's just on a different level. Like there's only one Beyonce. Right. Right. It's like comparing yourself. I read Becoming by, or well, actually I didn't read Becoming by Michelle Obama. I let Her read it too maybe audible, (sighs) which is really the only way to explain it. Well done. See,
2: I have the book and I haven't read it yet.
0: Unless you can, I mean, and you might be able to, but you have to if you can hear her voice while you're reading it, then go for it. But otherwise, listen to her read it because there's it's really great to have Michelle Obama tell her stories. But you hear that and they talk about their kids and their young couple struggles. And uh I said to Jen, my wife, um, I see how they had the same struggles everyone else has. And they ended up in such a different place. Right. (laughs) And she was like, well, yeah, you're not going to be Barack Obama. Probably. Like,
2: (laughs) yeah, it's, you know, the other thing is, because it's really easy to, you know, compare yourself to others, especially, I think, um, when you do become a parent and seeing other parents and other actor parents and how they're living their lives, you're like, man, why can't I do that? Like, I you know, but unfortunately, it really comes down to money because sure. you need help you know i i'm not a famous celebrity where i can fly to la and then fly back to new york for 24 hours to like hug my kid and then fly back you know it's right. so right. you know like watching beyonce i was like wow how is she doing this i can't believe it. I'm like well i mean
0: yeah she has all this a little bit like someone just brings kids to her midday and they're like say hi to mommy yeah which is still so so
2: hard sure but i'm like wow it's just such a different life sure yeah
0: yeah everett's not in daycare right like you
2: no he does have a sitter that's where he is right now cool he better be there right now
0: fingers crossed
2: i hope so we'll see um i really thought i could do so much by myself but to have someone
0: no that's a big part too i like uh, one of the things that we've talked about on this show before is uh, it's different than the way that we were raised.
1: Mm-hmm. I come Same. from uh,
0: uh, Huntsville, Alabama. You're from Kentucky. Mm-hmm. It's like you know, there's a, a the even then it was some version of the nuclear family. Parents work. This is you have a yard. These are the things that you're done. These are how you're raised. Yep. Um, And so it's like we're all here with these babies. Figuring out a new thing, like what's the new thing? Yeah, uh, seems like you guys are doing a good job, Everett. So
2: we're figuring it out. Yeah, he seems
0: like a, he's a good kid.
2: He's a good um, kid. He's a happy kid. Yeah. It's all, all you can ask for, happy and healthy.
0: Yeah. Um, and eventually, what you guys got to follow Caitlin on Instagram. There's plenty of videos and pictures and fun times. And that's one thing that's great too is like you do a lot of uh, just like there are plenty of parents who are putting filters figuratively and literally on their Parenthooding lives hmm. and your IG stories will just be like, this is what's happening this morning. <laughs> I <laughs> like I knew that you were tired coming into the day because you've been posting about like I am beat. This yeah. has been a tough week.
2: Yeah, 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 uh, yeah. So I
0: dig that. I like that. But it's like, let's take the 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 filter off. Let's just show what's for real out there.
2: Yeah. And that happens in conversations with with other parents too. I really had a lot of um, moms lead me astray when I was pregnant because they don't want to scare you. They, there's this thing where for some reason, women feel like they can't talk about any kind of negative experience. It's getting a little better. I've noticed through like social media, but, um, when I was pregnant, If I said anything, if anyone asked me, you know, how are you feeling? And if I said, I'm so tired and my back hurts so bad, like I'm about to burst into tears, they'd be like, yeah, but you're going to get a baby. (laughs) And I'm just like, can you let me complain? You know, can I just speak my truth? And then I had moms tell me about, you know, their labor stories. And it would be. Yeah, of course, of course, it hurts, but you get a baby when you look into your baby's eyes. I got that a lot that was not the case for me after Everett was born. I'm talking to some of these same women. And when I would tell them my experience, they'd be like, oh yeah, that happened to me too. And I'm like, but why didn't you tell me when I was pregnant? And we were, but they, they like, don't want to scare you. There's this shame for some reason about admitting that you had a bad time or admitting that you didn't bond with your kid right away. There's, it's, so I'm, I try really hard to be really honest especially on social media. And I still have some of my sprout followers and uh parents who are watching me at all times and i'm just like this this is the truth you know <laughs> like it's hard there yeah. everything about it's so hard yeah
0: good thank you for doing it that way i like that's so much of what i'm experiencing right now is like so i'm i'm learning little bits and i'm like why aren't these things being talked about ahead of time and my wife being pregnant like why aren't we talking about these the bad things why aren't we going yeah. through these bad things more often and, and yeah it seems like we're moving in that direction. And I just want to, like, let's keep moving that direction. Like, of course, I mean, maybe not of course, but also, of course, your kids are great. You, I mean, you love your son. You're, yeah. you're but also there are, there can be hard things and also great things. And it doesn't mean that the hard things are negated by the great things. New York City is, I was just going to say, wait, Sorry. is this, I don't know what's, are we're you just, playing
2: a track? Yeah. The New York City, City track? A
0: real Yeah. <laughs>
2: Wow. You're really setting the mood.
0: There is The fire department was at the building of the studio when we showed up earlier. So somewhere in this building.
2: And also you knew one of the firefighters true. because you're the mayor true. of Astoria. Shout
0: out to F- yes. what's <laughs> up, man?
2: You're like, what's up, man? I'll see you soon. I'm like, why do you know these people? Why do you know the firefighter? <laughs> Um, Oh, I know I was going to say. I met a girl um, who... I found out she had twins who were the same age as Everett. So I was like, oh, so we're we're on the same timeline. So I'm trying to, you know, connect with her. And I think Everett was maybe like six, eight months uh, by then. And I said, girl, how tired are you? And she was like, yeah, I'm tired. But, you know, it's amazing. And I love my kids. Yeah, no shit. I know you love your kids. But why can't we just have a moment and be like, yeah, girl, I'm tired. And like, cheers and you know, whatever. Like, I'm trying to connect with you. Um, But that also happens a lot with other moms. Like, at the playground, I'm like, oh, we're doing it. Am I right? And they're like, yeah, it's the best. I'm like, "Okay, get out of here. Like, I know it's the best. I know you love your kid, but I'm just trying to, like, be real. (sighs) We've all heard it. Like, how many people say, like, their labor stories are like oh it's so crazy but honestly like you forget about all of that once you look into your baby's eyes and i i kind of like blame movies for that too sure. because labor scenes movies are just so funny to me now that it <laughs> takes like two seconds and then the baby comes out so clean and <laughs> and you're just they, they have a moment where they're crying looking into the baby's eyes um so uh that's all bullshit and my labor story, I don't know. How gross can you get on get, this Do thing? it. Do it. Okay. So, look.
0: I think that the reason a lot of these problems exist is that people don't want to be gross.
2: I like to be gross.
0: Be gross. Do it.
2: I don't like snot and boogers, but otherwise I like to be gross. Great. Okay. So, I, so when you're pregnant, you get tested for group, what is it? Strep, group, strep, strep B, group, strep. I don't forget. Because, like, who cares? But I guess like one in four, this is probably wrong. Like, please fact check me. But I think it's like, like first
0: of all, if you're listening to this podcast for your scientific and medical facts, you're in the wrong place. <laughs> Go read a book. So.
2: <laughs> um, So, so I tested positive and all it means is as soon as your water breaks, you have to be on antibiotics so that the baby doesn't get an infection. I have no idea how you get this, the, the strep B, whatever, but Um, it like happens in pregnant women. So I tested positive, which I was like bummed about because I didn't want to be hooked up with anything. Like I was like, I'm a beast, like no drugs. I'm going in. Mm -hmm. And, um, and I'm like a little like anti-medication. Right. So I was bummed about that because I didn't want to be like hooked up to antibiotics. And then I also just didn't want to be attached to an IV. I wanted to be able to like walk through, my labor pains I wanted to be able to do any like stretches or exercises or whatever I didn't want to be tied to a bed or yeah. tied to an IV so I'm like that sucks but what are you gonna do so I my due date was October 27th and on the night of the 27th my wife and I went out to a rape bus. have you been there
0: Mm-mm. <sighs> let's go okay
2: um in Astoria the food is amazing right. this is important this restaurant, I promise. Okay. So um, we eat there, we go home. I'm like so large, so stuffed. I'm like, wow, well, my due date, ha 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 That night I like can't sleep, I'm like tossing and turning. And I was like obsessively going to the bathroom because I felt like something was leaving my body. Not the baby, but I, I mean, look, when you're pregnant, you discharge like every second of the day. So I was just like, Ooh, like let me go check out my life. And every time there was nothing. So I'm like, what is this like phantom discharge? <laughs> so uh, at one point I went and there was literally like a teardrop of something clear. And I had read if it's amniotic fluid, there's no like smell. So I'm in the bathroom like smelling my stuff, y'all. Smelling it. Sure. So I was like, I don't smell anything. Is this amniotic fluid? Should I be hooked up to antibiotics? I, and then I was like, mm, I'm tired. <laughs> I'm going to go back to sleep. I went back to sleep, woke up two hours later. It was like a tiny bit more. So then I'm like, Kelly, I don't know, but maybe I should call my doctor. And she was like, well, I have rehearsal. <laughs> it was Saturday Saturday morning she was like oh like I have to leave. This is a real bad time. She me. was like I have to leave in two hours for rehearsal and I was like okay but if I call the doctor and she says I have to go in like will you please go with me and she was like yeah but you better call now because I need to know if I'm going to rehearsal or not. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like Ugh. okay so I call my doctor and um she was actually at the hospital and she was like mm, could be, could be not, but because you tested positive for the strep, uh, why don't you come in so we can just be super sure? Mm-hmm. But it's probably not. So I'm like, I don't want to make a trip to the hospital and I, I have to pay for it. You know, you start yeah. thinking, you're like, <laughs> so anyway, we end up going. Kelly called them. She was like, I'm not going to go to rehearsal. I was like, yeah, let's like make a day of it. We'll go to the hospital. They'll be like, you're fine. And then we can like go to a diner, get some yummy breakfast. or like have the whole day planned, but we all know where this is going. We get there and I'm like cracking jokes. Um, they're like, what, uh, what time did your labor start? And I was like, oh, I'm not in labor. Like I just saw like a little something. something. I just want to like, check it out. Like no scent. And they're like, okay, but what time did you go to the bathroom? And I'm like, I don't know, one-ish. And they're like so serious, you know, they have to fill out all this stuff. And I said, honestly, I'm dry as a bone. <laughs> like, I don't even know why I'm here. They're like, okay, well, we have to like check you out anyway. I'm just so ready to like go to the diner. Right. <laughs> Cause when we left Kelly and I each had like piece of uh, toast with peanut butter. That was it. Uh. So I'm like, I can't wait to get to that diner. <laughs> and Of course, they check me out and they're like, that's definitely amniotic fluid. So we're going to hook you up to antibiotics um, and we are going to have to induce you. So we'll hook you up to Pitocin, too. And I was like, "Hold right now, literally, (laughs) as they're telling me this, they're like, it's in my arm. And I was like, hold on, hold on, everybody. Wait, I need to get some breakfast. So let's like, can we get like an hour, even 30 minutes? And they're like, no, you can't eat anything from here on. You can't eat till the baby comes. And I was like, oh, he ain't ready. He was like up high, like on my side, chilling, and I'm like, no, 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 like we're gonna have to eat. And they said, no, you can eat when he when the baby comes. So I'm like, this, okay, this is not how I plan my life. And I was so upset, and I was so bummed to be induced. That was the other thing. I was like, I'll, I will take C-section over being induced, um, because it's you know it's forced contractions, right. forced labor, and it's just against everything I wanted to do. Yeah. So cut to my family's in Kentucky. They wanted to be there like the second he arrived, of course, it's also the first grandchild, um, on my side. And so I'm like, well, I don't want to call, call them until like, I don't want to, them to get here now and like worry for 24 hours waiting for this baby to come. So we're trying to like time out when to tell people that we're at the hospital. I don't know. It's crazy. Let's just, like, cut to the big moment, okay? So, first of all, I was like, no medication. Like, I just want to, like, feel the pain. And I have a pretty, like, high tolerance for pain. That is true. And actually, Everett does, too. It's very strange. Wow. All right. It's really weird. Um. So, anyway, they were like, okay, we're doing the Pitocin. Like, let us know when you feel the contraction. I was like, okay. And then there, uh, Kelly was like, mm, I feel like I should go home and get our apartment ready for your family. And because we just like left and I need to leave them keys. The nurse nurse said, you go now because it's going to be a while. And it was. Um, So Kelly's like, are you okay?" And so I'm like, yes, she left. I'm watching like Adam's family on TV. (laughs) And the nurse is like, "Okay." she's like, "Um, I'll be right back to check in with you. And just let me know if you feel a contraction. I was like, cool, love it. She leaves and I literally... The the first contraction, I like gripped the side of the bed, like white knuckled it, couldn't breathe. But like, I don't like people to know when I'm like in pain Yeah. emotionally and physically. Like I obviously like have some issues. So (laughs) in my brain, I'm like, oh, this is the last day of my life. Like this this is the worst pain I've ever felt. The nurse comes in. I'm like, hey, girl.
0: Don't
2: be a hero. Don't be a hero. <laughs> yeah. She's like, hey, she's like, how are you? she's like, oh, it looks like you had a contraction because they can show on the, the the screen. She's like, how was it? And I was like, yeah, not bad. She's like, do you want an epidural? And I was like, no, I'm good. And she's like, okay. She's like, you just let me know. We can give it to you at any time if you want an epidural. She's like, you just let me know. And I was like, cool, thanks girl. So she's like on the side like doing something, and another one comes, and I'm like, I'm gonna throw up. It's so bad, and. So she's like, how are you doing? And I was like, I'm so great. Thank you for asking. <laughs> so, then Kelly calls and she's like, hey, I just wanted to ask you if I can eat the leftovers from a <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I'm so starving. And I'm like, why would you even ask me that? Just eat them. Why do we, you didn't even need to let me know? I forgot they were there. And then she's like, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. She's like, OK, I'm going to just eat them and then I'll come back to the hospital. I'm surprised you didn't go to rehearsal, you know? So I love my wife. But so as I'm talking to her and like screaming out the arepas, another contraction happens and I'm not talking anymore. So I'm like, you shouldn't even have told me. I didn't even know they were that. And she's like, hello, are you okay? Are you having a contraction right now? And I was like, yes. (laughs) And then she said, do you want to get an epidural? And I was like, (sighs) she's like, okay, I'm going to be there so soon. So I hang up with her and I was like, hey, so what's the deal with the epidural again? And they said, well, you need to let us know sooner than later, because if you have to be still for like 15 minutes. And if you don't think you can be still through a contraction, then it's going to be really hard for us to give you the epidural. So do you think you could you could sit still? And I said, you need to do it now. (laughs) And they're like, oh, okay, sure. And it was like two seconds later the the guy comes in with like the giant needle, whatever. And I'm just like, stick it in. And I was so chill. And the the other nurse was like holding my hands and I didn't feel anything and it was great. And uh, I was like, thank you so much. (laughs) Thank God. So I got like a epidural light. Okay. so it's like half the calories. No, but um, you I did not I could still feel stuff, but it wasn't as intense. Okay. like it was manageable. Um, Which I wanted to be able to feel the contractions. I wanted to be able to know when to push. So that was good for me. Um, Is that an
0: option or is that just a timing thing Well,
2: they told me that everybody, every body reacts differently. Okay. Because I was like, I'm still feeling these contractions and I can still feel my legs. You know, like some people are like, you're numb, waist down, and I can feel everything. And they were like, well, everyone's just different. And yeah. So I don't. I definitely didn't ask for half the calories, but I, <laughs> so, um, wow, this is getting really long. So I'll just give you the highlights. Um, I, no one ever told me this, that I, I threw up like so much, Really? like I was just a little puke monster from the Pitocin, the antibiotics, empty stomach. I mean, I was throwing up bile. Oh. It was disgusting, but also planet so cool. So I'm also in a lot of um, back pain, which I had been the whole like third trimester. Yeah. So I'm just like trying to get comfy in a hospital bed. So I have like, everyone told me, bring your own pillows, bring this, and I did, but I still just like could not find a position to be comfy in. Um, They, Everett's heart rate dropped a couple times. So they, oh my God, I'm getting ahead of myself. Okay, wait. so let me get back to the puking. So I was like, I feel like I'm gonna throw up inside voice, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm like, hey nurse. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm going to throw up, just so you know. And she's like, oh, okay. And she gets me, like, that little baby bowl. And I, I'm, i like, such a professional puker. Like, I don't have any problems, you guys. Like, don't be worried. But I'm just, like, really good at it. And I make, like, no sound. And you would never know what's happening. Wow. So I'm literally, like, like really dignified puker that the nurse goes, Oh, my God. He's like, I cannot believe that you could throw up like that. And I was just like, yeah, like, you know, I party line in college. And so so I'm just like cracking jokes, even though I'm like miserable, because that's how I roll, you know. So she's like, OK. But you,
0: yeah, you've had like a, a puke and rally available for <laughs> decades now. For
2: like. decades. <laughs> for so long. So anyway, I'm like puking my face off. And then um, we, we hear like this. um alarm go off and the nurse is also mad chill so she's like okay um yeah just like the heart rate dropped a little bit in the baby and it's like and it's like all residents to room five and Kelly's like we're room five and she's getting emotional and I'm like what is even happening like I'm so tired I'm so hungry they come in it's like six people because it's also a teaching hospital so it's everybody's there. They're like flip over and it's chaos. Kelly's confused. She's kind of like pushed out of the way. So it was like really scary. But I'm like, they put like a mask on me. They're like, take a deep breath. And they're like, "Um, let's try and push the baby to the other side. And I'm like, wait, guys, do do I look like E.T. at the lake? (laughs) (laughs) Because that's what I felt like. Like I was just like, like, (laughs) laying on my side. And you're also just like in a hospital gown, but so naked underneath and like things like fall out of the gown and you don't care. You know, you're just like, whatever. Like and they're like, You're doing great, you're doing great. I'm like, I'm not I'm just laying here, but like, you're doing a great job. I'm like, okay. And then they all leave and they're like, everything's back to normal. I'm like, that was weird. And Kelly's like, Oh my god, so scared. I'm like, Well, I guess we're all doing a great job. Also, I'm gonna puke again. <laughs> So they're like, okay. And now like the nurse is just like laughing at me. Cause I'm like, uh, I would love to get that bull back. I'm about <laughs> to bomb. And They're like, okay. So anyway, that, uh, heart rate thing happened twice where like alarm goes off. Everyone runs And the it. whole team comes in. I mean, it's like twice. all these wow. people. Yeah. So then the nurse was like, um, we're good right now. I suggest you try to sleep a little bit. Um, Let's see. Timeline wise, I got there at like 10 a.m. on Saturday morning. Everett was born Sunday at 10 a.m. So this whole like labor went on forever. Wow. And as soon as they're like, you should close your eyes. I did for like 30 minutes. And then they're like, hey, girl, we're going to try pushing. (laughs) I was like, where am I? So pushing while you haven't slept in like 24 hours is really fun. Um, and, and he he like, just like wasn't ready. Yeah. They literally pulled him out of my body. He was not. He was up high on his side.
0: And that was just because they were worried about the. The
2: freaking group strep, the, whatever. Yeah. But honestly, something's going on because everyone's getting induced and everyone's um, getting Pitocin. Everyone. Yeah. And I'm just like, what's up y'all? Yeah. Is this like a money thing? You know, like because being induced was not so popular even 10 years ago. Yeah. Now it's everybody. It's like really,
0: I'm not sure that it's not. um, We've had those conversations. Like our baby is coming in pretty big right now, like 98, 99 percentile. So we have conversations about like an early inducing. We have conversations about scheduled C-sections and Mm -hmm. these kind of things. And I get that. Like we can pass the point where it's, Genuinely dangerous for Jen if he, if he were to get totally. too big or whatever. But right. then she made the point like, are these doctors just trying to watch like their back? Like, exactly. It's uh, like if they have to report that uh, something went wrong because uh, because a natural birth for a big baby or whatever the things are. Yeah. Part Some, of me is just like, something is like. Just
2: something feels weird but i also don't like getting the same thing i get
0: nervous going down any path when it's like "Mm, but the experts are we going to question the experts that like
2: Mm -hmm. there's got to be
0: some kind of fine line
2: well and (sighs) so what i always say to people um you can always get a third fourth fifth opinion yeah and to just like really go with your gut because you know for jen like for anyone who's pregnant it's your body yeah so at the end of the day like it's your final say They no one can force you, you know. Yeah. That's a good thing to
0: get out there too. I feel like that's one of the things that like I don't want to trust a doctor. This person went to school for a lot longer than I did. But yeah, get second and third opinions. Yeah. And trust your instincts and your gut Mm -hmm. and combine that with as many professional expert opinions as you want to get.
2: Yeah. So I oh, poor little Everett. He was just like, guys, I don't want to come out yet. So um, oh, also really weird that the doctor comes in, like every hour, and just sticks her arm up my, you know, stuff, and is like, ah, six centimeters, and I'm like, did you also have a ruler? Like, how do you just like, mm, okay, and just literally, you know how everyone's like, your nurses, you who cares about the doctor? You need to have good nurses. It's so true because you see the doctor for like half a second yeah so so the nurses are like amazing they're your team your team and then the doctor comes in and literally is like um if for those of you who want to know what i'm doing i'm pretending to stick my arm The visual yes uh, (laughs) yeah
0: this is is a great visual yeah Um, so um it's a yeah it's like a full arm stick
2: it's like a yeah so anyway so when she's finally like okay great like let's uh let's let's do it um I'm pushing, pushing, pushing. I'm so, so tired. I'm so, so tired. I'm push. It truly is like running a marathon is what people compare it to because you're using every muscle in your body. And it's no joke. It's no joke. So there, literally, are you ready?
0: No. Okay. Go. go.
2: (laughs) I have someone pushing on my stomach on the outside. I have a doctor with her arm up high in my you-know-what and for some reason, I was like, Does someone had a finger up my butthole. <laughs> That's real. I was like, every hole. <laughs> so when, when it is time, like he's crowning, they're like, here we go. Again, teaching hospital. So there's so many people in the room. I wish that my wife were here to tell you her version because it's actually different than mine. Okay. But they um they get to a point where they're like, now it's time, and they change into like hazmat outfits. They drop the bottom half of the table because it's so many things leave your body, like liquid and blood and all this stuff. They have a like tarp on the floor. And Kelly calls it, she was like, it's a it was a bloodbath. She's like, I've never seen that much blood in my life. And one of the students was like, wow, he has a lot of hair. As I'm like, and I'm like, cool. <laughs> um, so they pull the sucker out, Everett, and they do the whole like put him on my chest. And I honestly like didn't care because I as soon as he comes out, I got caught up so bad Y'all listen to this. You have four degrees of tear. I had third degree laceration, which they didn't tell me till my last day in the hospital. So they took a decent amount of time to stitch me up. So I'm laying down and all I see is thread like this long. Like, what is that? Two feet?
0: Yeah. You got like a. Yeah.
2: Yeah. And the doctor is explaining it to the student next to her. She's like. "Mm -hmm, mm -hmm." So I tore my muscle inside and I tore on the outside. Hold a hole, y'all. I'm an honest lady. Hold a hole. So I can feel it because the epidural light, epidural light. Oh, and man. so my legs are shaking and they're like your son and he's on my chest. And I'm I can't even like look at him because I'm just like, but my body, is it different now? <laughs> and don't close it up too much. Like I still got, you know, so <laughs> it, it was just wild. It was so wild. And um, it was it. It, the aftermath was so much worse because I was in so much pain and Ugh. I couldn't sit for eight weeks after he was born. I was in crazy pain and I was breastfeeding, so I couldn't go on any painkillers. So they were like Tylenol, Motrin. I was like, mm, no, I need like, can I drink a bottle of whiskey? Right. They're like, no, because you're breastfeeding. Um, so it was no one prepared me for the aftermath. So that's why I want you all to know. Yeah. It's so common because then I talk to all these people and they're like, oh, yeah, I tore. Yeah, everybody tears. Oh, yeah, I tore. And I, I'm like, what? Didn't where we, was that?
0: No, why? Who's?" we I, never had these conversations.
2: Yeah, and yeah. now you're acting so cash about it. Like, oh, yeah, me too. Girl, why didn't you tell me when I was pregnant? Yeah. Because I thought, and also movies tell you, once the baby comes out, you're golden. Yeah. If you don't have a C-section, you know, it's like, oh, I didn't get C-section. So as soon as he comes out,
0: Right. There can be some sweat and some breathing involved in the labor, but as soon as as the baby comes out, you're
2: like, Oh, thank God. Yeah. Um, I will say as soon as he came out, my back pain that I had for the third trimester disappeared. Really? Yeah. It was like the best relief ever. (laughs) (laughs) So it was obviously he, you know, pressing on something, but I was like, why? I cannot believe that no one has ever talked about this to me. It was such a shock. Yeah. And I felt like I was the only one in the world had ever gone through this because I asked the nurse I was like how many how many stitches do I have because I was so out of at the hospital so tired and I think it was the last morning we were there and she was looking at my chart and she's like oh you got third degree laceration so they don't even count like it's a lot it's so many so I'm like what's third degree laceration let me just look at my phone and then I was like "Um, I'm gonna puke yeah (sighs) oh Yeah.
0: So I mean, not not to that degree, but you're not the first one to do it. Every every person who's here went through some version of that. And we're not talking about it like it doesn't have it's not always that bad. Sometimes we'll have great labor. Yeah. But like one of the options, one of the possibilities is all of the things that just happened in in your labor. And like, Mm -hmm. why is that some secret society that like we all got birthed somehow? Right. Thus far in the history of humankind, we all got birthed in some version. Why aren't we? Why is that secret? Why is how that happened still behind the curtain?
2: Because my thing is, I I'm like it was it was really terrible. Really, like I said, more the aftermath than the actual labor. But I'm like feeling like a badass over here. Like I went through that. It was crazy. Couldn't sit for eight weeks. And I like made it through on top, you yeah. know. Like I'm like I yeah. did that, and Everett's healthy. Yeah, and he's you know, he's strong. Yeah. He's happy. Like so, All I don't the versions know
0: versions of like whatever, whatever it, shame or embarrassment or something. Yeah, like we don't talk about these things in public. I mean, they if don't. It no one wants dude, to talk about if having. If a man, I'm not saying man and I'm not going to do a man thing. I'll say if it was me, yeah. M- if it were me, I don't know. Fucking t shirt that's everything <laughs> I went through, everyone would know. I would make a medal for myself and be like, This is what I did. Yeah. I, <laughs> Come at me, anyone else in the world. This is what I did. <laughs>
2: and I totally look at moms so differently now. Yeah. I'm just like, Wow. Especially if they have multiple kids, I'm like, Oh, wow. You did it. Like, <laughs> and you kept doing it. Yeah. I, the first time I flew alone with Everett, I was so nervous because. We had flown with him, the three of us, and it did not go well. So I was really nervous to be by myself, to have like crying, screaming Everett. And I'm trying to get situated in our seat. People are still getting on the plane. This woman looked at me and said, uh, "Are you are you flying alone with him?" And I say, "Yeah." And she's like, oh, "Okay." She's like, "I'm a mom. I used to fly alone with my my kids all the time." And she gave me her seat number, and she was like, "If you need anything at all, if you need to go to the bathroom or you just like need help, like please come find me." That's amazing. I was like. <laughs> like <laughs> like crying and just her saying that my stress like left yeah so i was like wow that's how you should do it that's how you should because she could have been like you know yeah. like those women in the restaurant oh, to be like great. oh god I she
0: can take care of her kids yeah like a like, oh,
2: crying baby on the plane but yeah. instead she was like i can help you you know and i was like that's what you do
0: yeah yeah that's um that's good i I've gotten to the point, and this is before we were even pregnant, but just in life, I got to the point where crying kids don't bother me because I kids cry, yeah. But I spent years of my life being like,
2: "Someone shut that kid up! They can't like, communicate." I don't. They're, I don't yeah. even
0: blame the kid. I blame these shitty parents. Right, to right. Shut your kid up. Yeah, do, yeah, yeah. Do whatever that kid needs. Yeah. But obviously, that's dumb. And I figured that out along the way. Like I've realized, oh, that's a dumb way to look at it. I will say this: I was on a plane one time. I was on a plane one time and we were landing and I understand altitude change messes with kids. Like a lot of their things ears can pop really right.
2: easily. Yeah. All the things, a
0: lot of things can happen. And yeah. that's a very new experience. Whatever's happening in their body it is in the flight flight. Like that's all new. And right. I get that. But this little girl and she must've been two or three or maybe four, not a baby baby, but like a toddler, three or four. Uh huh. <clears throat> we're coming in. We're coming in for landing. And she just starts screaming,
1: we are up
2: she didn't. We're
0: all gonna die. No, she didn't. Yeah. I was, I've never been more terrified. I was, I was like, she knows something. She knows. Because kids, they do know.
2: So you're like, wow. All right. Well, this is it. Here we go. This This is is it. it.
0: Yeah.
2: Oh my gosh. Well, and there's also like knowing the difference too, where I'm figuring it out where I'm like, oh man, like I'm always feeling for the kid because um, I worked at a, preschool at the Goddard school forever I did kids media I've nannied for a bunch of families and through all of that I've come to really like feel for the child and so sometimes I'm just like man yes Everett's being super annoying with that high-pitched scream but I'm feeling for him because he just truly doesn't understand yeah you know like if he is about to touch something that's gonna hurt him or dangerous yes I need him to know like you can't do that yeah but I'm also like he's so curious and right. like it's so you don't want to
0: curb that you, know, uh, you don't want to you how do you keep the exploration how do you keep the curiosity yeah but also like not that one you're just gonna have to learn this there yeah. are just some things that are just rules that's totally. just what you're gonna have to learn totally
2: so if for something like plane trains all the things um Everett hates them he doesn't like to be refined is what the bottom line is so <laughs> uh i it's like he needs to learn uh you can't like just walk all over the plane whenever you want. Like yeah. there are times where you have to like stay seated, but like he doesn't know that now he's too young. Yeah. So, yeah. so when I'm, when I'm trying to like keep him refined and he's like, cause he wants to walk him in the aisle and be like, hello everyone. How's your flight? <laughs> and he just like, doesn't understand. So ugh, I don't know. I don't even know what I'm saying anymore.
0: Let's do a product review. Give me something that you have mm. found is great for you. Uh, we are in the midst of getting all the stuff, right? Yeah. We got a shower. We've got great support and great family. Um, So we've got stuff. And I'm figuring out what that stuff is. Did you
2: guys do a baby registry? Mm Mm-hmm. Did you... Like, I... We did, too. Mm Mm-hmm. And we had a shower in Kentucky, where I'm from. And then Kelly's mom... Look, look, you guys, it's difficult with two ladies. Because... (laughs) It's both mine and Kelly's first kid. So naturally, both our moms and sisters are like shower. Yeah. And it's New Jersey and Kentucky. And it was just not possible, you know, for half this family to fly to Kentucky or vice versa. So we had two showers.
0: I mean, that kind of sounds great. Like nobody cares about me at this point. Like it's us as a team. It's our family. But it's like Jen's shower. It's right, like her, right, right. She's the one that has the party and gets the stuff. Yeah. And we're all aware that it is our team that is getting it. Totally like for her. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> so I mean, but it's for you because you're going to be using all that 100%, stuff. Right. All that stuff. Um. And both showers did the whole "don't get them a card, get them a book."
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, we did that too.
2: Both yeah. showers. Both showers were like 50 people each. So we had like over a hundred books. Wow. A lot right. of doubles. Yep, A lot
0: of triples. What would you say you got the most of? What book did you get the most of?
2: We got, um, Little Engine That Could a couple times. I can go behind that Now, one. Now here, I love books and I am a firm believer in there's never too many books. Mm-hmm. If he's going to have a lot of something, I'm so cool with him having hundreds of books. Sure. You know? Yeah. Um. But what's awesome is, and kind of like everyone writes a really sweet note inside the book, so you can't be like, oh, we have three little children that could, so you know what? Why don't we give one to John and Jen? Yeah, because it's going to be like we can't wait to meet you, baby boy, (laughs) you know, or or to Caitlin and Kelly, whatever. So I'm just like, oh man, because they didn't, you know, that my sister and Kelly's sister like didn't know that. They, they're got, both doing the book thing. You don't
0: register for books, You just right? Kind of like bring a book. Right, like that's right. A, we got, um, yeah, we just got like multiple copies of uh, the Giving Tree was one that we got a few repeats we, of. I don't um, think we
2: got the Giving Tree. Well, I'm shocked.
0: I'll check the notes, or I'll, <laughs> I'll, I'll like it's like a check. I'll just write it over to you. To you. You and know Kevin what? Now. I think huh? I
2: actually do have like two books pulled we'll aside for you guys that don't have notes in them. Okay. That I'm just like, Ugh. but you might have them. <laughs> we'll you have yeah, we'll check. see. Um, but
0: that's actually. Uh, we're, I think maybe we're going to talk about something else, but I want to talk about books for a second. Okay. <clears throat> Pardon me. <clears throat> Sorry. Give me a second.
2: <clears throat> Can you put your cigarette out for it? I'm just like um, allergic.
0: <laughs> I can't. I'm, I'm addicted. <laughs> um, I want to talk, we're about to get into some honest products, but let's do some right. books. I want to okay. be very real about some of these books. My okay. mom reminds me, she reminded me last weekend, um, one of the books that we got multiple copies of. I think we got two of this. Um, and I understand that I might be alone in this for the my opinion of this book.
2: Mm-hmm. But
0: the um, uh, I Love You Forever... Um, I
2: Like You For Always, As Long As You're Living, My Baby Will Be. Uh-huh. Yes. Yeah, that's the one. Mm-hmm.
0: Everyone loves it. Mm-hmm. It's like a sweet, sweet story. Mm-hmm. That mother uh, has codependency issues. Yeah, she does. That is a That, is, that book is not – I was a child and was like, Mm-mm, this is not now, okay.
2: <laughs> as a child, I actually remember my first grade teacher. Remember when your teacher would read you books aloud? Mm-hmm. Sure. That was like my favorite. Um, I remember her reading that book, and I was just so like – I don't know, it really like did something to me. I was like, I need this book. I remember asking my mom to like buy the book mm-hmm. and seeing adults react to it like, oh, I didn't really get it. I was just like, oh, that's so cool that like, he's like, now I'll take care of you, mom, you're old. Like, I was like, that's so sweet, I love it. Sure, Um,
0: I mean, I get that part too.
2: Yeah, but now <laughs> that I'm an adult, I'm like, look. <laughs> but okay, you know what? I'm going to say a lot of things. Jameson. I. Is Jameson sponsoring this? Uh, not yet. We'll find out. They will yeah, be. Yeah, they will be. Um, <laughs> I. Oh, man.
0: This episode is also sponsored by the FDNY. NYPD. Yeah. <laughs> Your friends. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Dev's just doing laps. Right. Because he knows what people are recording. Right, right,
2: right. <laughs> I. OK, so. I, okay. I was going to be like, yeah. Oh yeah. I I, I agree with you. Like she needs to just like relax. But now I'm like, ah, you know what? No, I feel her because about, I love you forever mom. Mm -hmm. So I didn't get that like baby on the chest. Oh my God. My whole life has changed. This is my son. Like I didn't feel that at all. You know, I was just like, whoo, glad that thing came out of my body. And like, whoo, that was wild. (laughs) Um, it, I didn't have uh, like postpartum or anything. I was just like, I didn't feel, and I also was talking to a lot of parents and they said the same thing. They're like, yeah, I didn't have that, that feeling immediately. You know, yeah. when I looked at my baby's eyes because it's just so like, I don't know. It's just a wild ride. Um, but like a couple months in, I was like, oh my God, this is it where I just felt like so deeply in love with this baby. But guess what? It keeps happening like every three months. It's like deeper and deeper and deep. And I'm like, oh, this sucks because when this child is a grown ass man and if this grown ass man like talks back to me, you know, or whatever, I mean, I'm sure that will happen when he's like five, you know, but like (laughs) I, I feel like I will just be crushed because like, I'm not, I, I didn't understand that. Like I was, I had a mouth on me, like as a kid, you know, I would talk back to my parents a lot. Now I'm like, oh my God, (laughs) I, it is, now I feel like I'm that mom in that book, man. I'm going to be like, you is my baby. (laughs) As long as you're living my baby. Cause I get it. Like I talked to this woman the other day, whose son is, I think he like just graduated high school. And she's like, it's crazy. Like she was looking at Everett and was like, oh my God, I miss it. She's like, now my son, he's taller than me. Like he's a man. And I said, but when you look at him, do you still see like this little baby? Or are you like, you see him as he is today? And she said, I see him like that, pointing to Everett. She's like, I still see him as like a toddler. And I was like, oh my God, that sucks. Because I, I think I'll be the same way. Like, how could you not? Yeah, You know? So
0: what's going to happen is I've had this opinion about this book for most of my and life. You're and you're going to meet my
1: son. You're going like, to read oh, it to your yeah. son
2: and then mm-hmm. just yeah. fall into a puddle, roll down the street and we'll never see you again. Cause yeah. you'll just be like my feelings. <laughs> it's wild. Cause I'm like, I love him so much. I cannot believe I love this like person so much. And then like three months later, I'll be like, what's happening. It's getting like, I mean, it's cool, but it, it's like, like I can get like emotional, like talking about it. Like I'll just like look at him and be like, <laughs> like it's it's wild All
0: right.
2: yeah I'm so excited for you you're uh. gonna eat your baby <laughs> I'm gonna eat your baby
0: <laughs> yeah I, I mean I can't wait and I get that and that's I mean you know what <clears throat> man I gotta quit smoking um, <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's like
2: really it smells in here man
0: I'm trying to get like a madman vibe like an old school radio
2: we have studio, our like martinis and martinis, cigarettes yeah. I um, like it <clears throat>
0: I, it'll be fun to go back in like a year and look at that book and realize like, oh, this book makes me cry now. I yeah. thought this book was about codependency. Right. Now it's like, no, it's love. It's a parent's <laughs> love. The same thing with the Giving Tree. That was uh-huh. like, I remember being like, that's horrible. This this kid is horrible. Yeah. This tree gets nothing. Out. The kid is horrible. Mm-hmm. That just scares the hell out of me. Like, is that how that goes? Yeah. And then I look at my parents and I go, oh, God, you guys are the tree. I'm so sorry. Yeah. Like, no, oh, my no. God. I'm it's, so sorry.
2: Oh, yeah. It's crazy. <laughs> Parenting is so crazy. But I still like because I also have friends. Um, the first time that I went out, like without Everett. And I mean, it was like early on. I, but it was like the first time that I like went out with friends, like for drinks when I was feeling like physically and mentally better and I was just like, all right, goodbye, baby. Goodbye, wife. I'm like (laughs) going to get some beers with my friends. He probably was like four weeks old. (laughs) But but I had friends who are also parents who asked me like, wow, like what was it like leaving him? Like, didn't you feel like you left your heart at home or didn't you feel like you left a body part at home? And I'm like, No, like it was amazing. (laughs) I I still feel like very much like myself, which I don't know. Everyone's different, but I had a lot of people like, just get ready. Get ready. Because when you have, you're going to be so different. I even had friends who said, um, uh, because I, the sprout job ended when I was pregnant my first trimester. Mm -hmm. So I had some friends say like, maybe that's a sign, you know, that, You're ready to be a parent and have a family and like it was the end. Yeah. And I'm like,
0: you're done being you. First of all, my career, my
2: career just started. Yeah. Like, I feel like it just started. So I'm like, what? Y'all need to. mm -mm." Yeah.
0: And like, you're a great example that it can be both of the things you just said. You fall more in love with your son all the time, but you are not. You haven't just put on the mask of mom and disappeared. Caitlin yeah. still exists. You still have a career. You're still a person with your own desires and profession. Yeah. And I mean, also, it's so it's hard,
2: but yeah. I can't. I'm just not that person. Look, some people are, and that's sure. great. You sure. know, there are people who are like, you know what? I have a kid and I want to be a stay at home parent 100%. And like, and that, I'm that's just that's not wired way, that that's way. That's part of
0: their identity. That's right. part of how they identify and that's cool that's great but yeah. if it's like i mean you, you know it's like one of those old i feel like it's a it's a way overused movie plot point that someone regrets and just like ends up uh resenting their kids because they were gonna have this life and they gave it up and i mean if you want to be focused on being, if you want to be a parent if you want that to be the main thing of your life great if you want to be something else but you feel like you can't I mean, I don't know. Just it's hard. Yeah. You know, do hard work. But if you want to be you, you can still be you. And I think you. Yeah.
2: Because it's really easy to lose yourself. Yeah. You know, like it's because the baby takes so much of your attention, especially in the beginning when like they need to eat every two hours. And like the there there really just isn't time. Yeah. Um, But for me, like Everett got to a certain age where we both kind of fell into this groove, and I was like, okay, now, and it's different for everyone, but I was like, all right, now I'm able to like step away a little bit and get back into my career. Yeah. And, you know, yeah.
0: And tell me about this, uh, uh, podcast. You're working the other thing you're doing, you're doing a, um, you want to talk about, you know, uh, um, should
2: I uh, do a little plug? Um, do a
0: plug. Uh, so like what you got.
2: Yeah. So, um, Never say never because after Sunny set up, I was like, you know what? And that's a wrap on children's media. <laughs> and now I'm doing a kids podcast um, with Pinna, which is a kids, um, it's an app and it's kids podcast.
0: Cool.
2: And so the podcast that I am on is called Don't Break the Rules. It's kind of like, whose line is it anyway for kids? So you go okay. in. Completely unscripted, and you get a character that a kid has come up with. Like I've That's played amazing. a diva mermaid, a vampire carrot, just <laughs> random stuff. So you have no it. Like I have no idea what I'm going in for. I just show up to the studio, and um, I get a character, and then it's a competition. So we do improv games until there's a winner. It starts with four characters. That's awesome, and then. Um, So I got to get these guys.
0: I mean, these guys, uh, FOU Studios are the producers of Batsu, which is a very adult version of that. Yes. Uh, Not for children. Right. Definitely not for children. (laughs) But uh, yeah, we got to get on that trip. we got to start checking that out. Um, I'm I'm going to channel James Lipton here. We're going to go inside the Actors Studio. Ooh, Um, yes.
2: Mm, James, is that you?
0: Could I speak to the vampire carrot, please?
2: Uh, Oh, my God. Let me go back in time. (laughs) Um. So, you feel like a vampire carrot is kind of like this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's
0: great. Um, yeah, that's a vampire carrot. I see. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So
2: it's like voiceover <laughs> plus improv. There's also a musical episode that was really fun. Um, you,
0: you musical improv. You, you, uh, freestyle rap. You do some musical improv. That's a true <laughs> statement, right?
2: Yeah, I mean it's like been a minute, but I uh-huh. love improv and I love freestyling. Yeah, yeah.
0: Can I get you to freestyle a little bit about kid stuff?
2: I could freestyle anytime you. Want. I could freestyle now, but it might be. I don't know. You might be like, you know, what let's try this again.
0: Well, let's give it a shot. What do I
2: have a beat in my head? It?
0: <laughs> Lay it on. Are
2: you freestyling with me or just listening?
0: I'm probably just gonna listen. I am not any kind of freestyler.
2: Okay, fine. Yo, oh my god. Um. Jonathan, I'm sitting here with my friend. We're talking about kids stuff. I hope it never ends because people don't like to talk about this shit. They only like to talk about for speeding What? I'm so sorry. Was that appropriate? I don't know why I'm here, man. I forget. Pour the Jameson back in my mug. You were my favorite people. Come on, give me a hug, man. Remember all those books that we got? You're gonna get your kids toys like robots. What about a game? What about some food? When you get your kid, you're gonna be in the mood of what? Who is this? How did you get here? When did you piss? (coughs) I don't remember that diaper being so saggy. I don't remember your mom's boobs looking that baggy, but hey, we are family now. We gotta get milk and it's not from a cow. It's from your mom, son. (laughs) You like? That's my son. That's my little baby Tyke. What? Yes. <laughs> I don't know. I gotta get out of here. That was.
0: <laughs> that was better than I could have ever hoped. Ah, I'm
2: like embarrassed. That's it. Good night.
0: Good night, <laughs> Dwayne the Rock Johnson. I'm sorry we didn't get a chance to talk about you. Wait, that's it. you? We're closing Should on we that. Should we let him come
2: no, in? We
1: Operation Dadpod is recorded at Fou Studios in New York City. Produced by Jonathan Gregg and Iseli Vega, and music by Mark Allen.